Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients, so here's one of those. I'm Mark Tapper. I work at Tapper's Jewelry. Did my first shift when I was 10, sweeping. That was my skill set. I wasn't excited about extending my career at Tapper's, so Dad went his way, I went mine. He made the plans to expand Tapper's in Detroit, I went to college in Boston. And I learned that happiness comes from what you work for, not what you're given. And there's something quite satisfying about a well-swept floor. So I worked, I traveled, I married the love of my life, and somehow found my way back home. Dad's story became part of mine after all, and now our story crosses paths with yours. I want you to follow your dreams wherever they lead you, and I want you to marry the love of your life, and I'll show you how we can help. I get to sit in the big chair now, but as my wife will tell you, I can still push a broom with the best of them. It goes around, it comes around, and when you need us, we'll be around. tell us your story. I'm Mark Tapper. I work at Tapper's Jewelry, the store with the cleanest floors in Metro Detroit. Stephen Semple, you're in Canada. I am, proudly. And I know you wanted to brag a little bit about a Canadian company in this episode. Absolutely. It's about time we brought a little bit of Canadiana to this to this whole thing. I actually feel bad it's taken this long. <laughs> well, tell me your Canadian story. I want to talk about a company called Canada Goose, and it's not necessarily super well-known. So the first thing I want to add is that they are right now the second fastest growing luxury brand on the planet. So when somebody's the second fastest luxury brand on the planet, I think it's worth paying attention to what they're doing. And, And what I specifically want to talk about is they have a very interesting business model in terms of how they've managed to marry brick and mortar and their online presence that not only works for consumers, but actually makes their business a a lot easier to to manage. And these guys have done just an amazing job, you know, building this, building this empire. But let me tell you a little bit about the story of Canada Goose. They make these big, puffy, like Michelin man style, you know, puffy winter coats, right? As one wears in Canada. Right. That is stuffed with, you know, goose down. Surprise, Uh right? Um, and they were founded in 1957 by Polish immigrant, Sam Tick. And they originally started as a company called uh, Metro Sportswear. And they were making clothing for police and municipal workers and, and private labels. So basically high volume, low margin stuff. And, and by 1985, they grew to 50 employees and they started their own brand at that point. Because what they wanted is they, they want to have more control over their destiny and and they called it Snow Goose. Okay. Um, and in the early 90s, they ran into some issues with the name Snow Goose because of other companies and whatnot, and they changed the name to Canada Goose. And then here's when it gets kind of interesting, because in 1997, under Canada Goose, they sold $3 million worth of, worth of product. 87, 3 million. 2008, yep, yeah, so $3 million. Not a lot, but by, by 2008, $17.5 million. Five years later, 70% of the company was sold to Bain Capital, you know, Mitt Romney's company, for $250 million. So Bain Capital came along and bought 70% of the company for that price. And But there was an interesting thing, stipulation. Sam Tick stipulated that that was great. They were going to sell the company, but manufacturing had to be maintained in Canada. Okay. 
and, and the, these coats are still made in Canada, They're not made in China or anything along that lines. That, that, that's part of that. That's part of the deal. 2014 sales hit $200 million. 2016, they went public. And by 2018, they were doing $591 million worth of sales. And today, second fastest growing luxury brand. So but what's the key? Here's the key. Here's what they're doing. When you go into a Canada Goose store, it's a weird experience. So first of all, first of all, they are prepared to line people up outside the store. So if, if every salesperson has a customer, they will make you wait. They will actually make you wait outside the store. Okay. You come into the store and they have this whole elaborate story of Canada Goose and talking about down all those other things. And you get an opportunity to try on a coat. And you can try on a coat. And here's the other thing that they have in the store. These are warm coats, right? So the other thing they have in the store big walk-in freezer. Nice. So you can walk in, you can sit down in there for 20 minutes. Man, the coat's still warm. So that's the shopping experience. But what's the biggest frustration that we have today when you go shopping for clothes? You were talking about shopping for shoes earlier. What's the biggest frustration we have? Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Brought to you by the Least Full of Shit Marketers Association of America. Yes, that's a low bar, but we clear it mightily. We're also the largest pay-per-performance branding group in North America, and that part's for reals. If you're looking for advertising advice geared towards local owner-operated companies, this is your podcast. And now you can pick the brains of these advertising geniuses over lunch without having to pay for lunch or even leave your office. We're talking 90 minutes of straight answers to all your burning questions about lead generation, customer acquisition, mass media branding, how to get off the paper crack treadmill, anything you want. And the only coin required is candor. Because we can't give no bullshit advice without basing it off no BS data on your company, competitive landscape, operations, and all that jazz. We send you a pre-Zoom questionnaire. You fill it out candidly and boom. Bob's your uncle, you're in like Flynn, and we'll be frank as fuck in giving you the straight scoop on all the advertising and business growth questions you always wanted to know, but were too afraid to ask. You'll also get our no pitching and no bitching guarantee. No pitching means we won't pitch you or try to sell you in any way. If you want more after 90 minutes, you'll have to ask. And no bitching means if you don't think the meeting was worth your 90 minutes, we'll send you 100 bucks. Consider it us picking up the tab for lunch and putting our money where our mouth is. Sound like a not-so-full-of-shit offer? Well, that is what we're known for. Take us up on it at empirebuildersprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. What's the biggest frustration that we have today when you go shopping for clothes? You were talking about shopping for shoes earlier. What's the biggest frustration we have? They're out of my size. Right. Or or the style, or they got the size, but not in the style I want. Or, gee, I'd like to try the one larger just to make sure. Canada Goose eliminate all that. You cannot buy a coat in a Canada Goose store. I want to say this again. You cannot buy a coat in a Canada Goose store. If you want to do the buy, you go over to the computer, you buy it, it gets shipped to your home. Because this way, guess what they're able to guarantee? They're able to guarantee that every cut, every size is available in the store for every customer. Because remember, they'll line the customers up outside. Of yeah. customers, they will get, you are guaranteed to be able to try on what it is you want to try on in a can of goose store. Perfect. Brilliant. And guess what? With the way online stuff goes, say, it might even be at your home by the time you freaking get home. It, it comes to the, the idea, too, of, of choose who to lose, right? Like, I, I, we, we choose to lose the people that need a coat today, right? You wouldn't find a Canada Goose store necessarily at a ski resort right. when the weather turned cold and you think you're going to go in and get a coat to wear. Right. That's, 
that's and these are thousand dollar coats so it's yeah. like typically a person who's buying a thousand dollar coat has probably already got a nice coat probably <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't be in a ski area without one right right yeah and, and here's the interesting thing it's also made their business easier to manage because if you've got 30 stores and you're trying to keep inventory selection at 30 stores you don't have to worry about that they have one distribution warehouse that they should ship in the, the, the sizes out of. Amazing. Now think about how much inventory you have to have in the store. I just need to have a couple of sizes. Like it's minimal. Mm-hmm. It's minimal. You need every size, every color, and that's it. That's it. And, and so it simplified the business. Is made for a better shopping experience. Then they've also got, look, they've got fantastic marketing behind it and whatnot. But, but the part that struck me is, this is something every retailer can do is start thinking about how do I marry online shopping and my brick and mortar instead of thinking of them as being two separate things or I have to I have to measure the sales from each one of them and oh and I've got to also close like person might walk out well buying a coat fine then they go home and they order if they love it they're gonna buy it don't worry about that mm-hmm but this thinking about the shopping experience differently and how do I marry and make the brick and mortar and online work together? Look, there'll be lots of people who don't need to go to the store. They already know their size and they're going to order it. That's fine. That's fine. But that to me is the innovative thinking that they brought that I really admired about the Canada Goose experience. You know, there, there's a little psychological uh, element of, um, I don't know, it's not true scarcity, but like the, the experience of, oh, I'm waiting in line to go in there, right? I, yeah. I, I assume that there's lines. Yes. Look, you walk through a mall back when we used to have malls still open. Back when we could still go. (laughs) And there was crowds in them. You know, there was only two stores that had a line up outside their outside their shop. Apple. Uh Uh-huh. And a goose. Amazing. Great story. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to schedule your own 90-minute Empire Building session, you can do it at empirebuildingprogram.com. Empire Building Program.